Hey guys, this is Nada and you're listening to Underground. So before I proceed for my episode tonight, I would like to apologize in advance because there are parts of my interview that is just somehow receiving feedback. Uh, that's because my internet just won't cooperate and uh, I'm going to figure out a way to fix this for future interviews. But for today's episode, I am extremely sorry and I really wish I could do something about it. So today's episode, I have someone from Budapest, Hungary. He is the owner of three record labels, uh, each dealing with different genres of electronic underground music. Uh, he has been a DJ and in the scene for over 25 years. So he's going to take us through the business aspect of the music scene and also talk about music production and making music with his partner, brother Greg. I bring you Peter Makto. Hi, Peter. How are you? Hi. Fine, thanks. A bit tired after the weekend, but I'm okay. <laughs> nice to meet you. <laughs> nice to meet you, too. I heard you guys had a gig last night. How was it post-corona? Ah, this post-corona effect is really good in Hungary because, as I know, European part of the planet, just only in uh, Greece and in Hungary, we can make events. These events are very uh, complicated a bit because it's limited, so we can do uh, inside and outdoor events till 500 people capacity including with the staff so it's around 400 i don't know how many wow that's big. Uh, yeah so it's because this covid situation wasn't that uh, terrible in hungary so we are really lucky yeah so um you own three record labels, uh, one being Analyzer Music, one is True Sounds Music, and one is called Zenoba yes. Records. And yes. you also are a head of an artist management company, and you're an artist as a DJ and a producer. How do you manage that? So, it's a really <laughs> good question. So, in the beginning, I just create a team. From the beginning, I had plans in my head if we have events or if I have events. It's really good if I choose artists uh, even after me or uh, someone who played before me as a warm-up set because I had really bad experiences when I was a guest DJ locally in Hungary. Uh, the, the first first idea to create a team and like this, we could make a complete Lately, people say these showcases, but around 20 years ago, we already did these showcases because I could sell my team as a whole night show to yeah. the local uh, club owners. Yeah. So like this, from, from the beginning, we was exist like a team. So and, and, and I choose those young, talented guys with who I was satisfied. And, and like this, from the beginning, I managed them. We did many events uh, in Hungary. And I don't know exactly when, but when this whole electronic music scene changed a bit and uh, the producers uh, got more focus, the whole scene focused on the charts, the beatboards and somewhere. So when everyone started to produce music, because the gigs depended on what kind of track you produce. So when, when everything could be a bit similar, like, like the rock bands, when the bands made some tracks, that's why promoters booked them. So when everything changed and then we needed to learn how to produce music, how we should be part of the electronic music scene, it was obviously the second plan. We need to make a label too, because if we have a team, we have events, we need a label where we can represent, because we try, try to release on different labels, but uh -huh. the big labels already was working with from their artist pool. So it uh -huh. was closed doors. 
And we figure out, okay, it's, it's not a big thing. Let's try to make a label. And what age was this? When did you start producing? It's around nine or ten years already wow. ago. Uh-huh. But in the beginning, we just really uh, uh, learned how to produce music. And for the correct story you need to know, uh, I work with my, let me say, brother. He's Greg. We know each other uh, for 24 years already. And when he was just a 12 years old guy, typical PC guy, a gamer, always <laughs> front of computers. So we met at that time. Uh, we became friends and, uh, and always we did everything together. We together learned how to produce music but me as a as a more like a manager guy and more as a dj guy i honestly never was totally into the machines world so uh-huh. so back to the question uh, we tried to produce music and we produced not that good music but <laughs> in the <laughs> beginning that time it, it it was it was it was a period when every dj just opened the label it's a normal thing we just follow the international trends Right. So we opened after the Truth and Music events, the Truth and Music label. And in the first five years, we didn't have any success. Just <laughs> need to learn how to manage a label. And it's normal. There was a big chaos because we wanted to release our tracks. We wanted to sign tracks from different artists. And we released everything from techno to deep house. And we, we saw that it's not a good way because I'm a really big music lover I was thinking now I know how to make a label it's time to open another label (laughs) (laughs) was the thing because because I really like the deep house stuffs Mm -hmm. in my team there are a guy uh, Andrew his artist name is Just Rice who produce and play more techno stuffs and Mm -hmm. like a pyramid Mm -hmm. I was thinking it's like I'm a father of the old stuffs I could open a techno label for Andrew and I try to help them with the techno stuff. Yeah. Nowadays, it's, we are a label group and it's really hard to, to manage it. But year by year, I became more experienced. That's why we all the team visited the Amsterdam dance events, workshops. Uh-huh. And because I'm older than the, my team and I have good friends in the same, mm-hmm. I have good uh, friendship, mm-hmm. I always uh-huh. could call them, hey, I'm really stuck. What can I do? And I really uh, get, I'm really lucky because I get really good advices how to make things. So year by year, day by day, we just learn how to make it. We made many, many mistakes. And lately, I just managed really free labels, got many demos. I always listen to the demos, thinking one step forward, what we should do. So we are four DJs and it's also a, a part of the nightlife when you should make your business. Many artists need some help. So it's again, it's good because I'm an old guy. I know everyone in Hungary. I can manage the guys and I, I can make good deals and I can manage their business life too. So yeah. like two cents music is I manage my, let me say, my boys, <laughs> my family. <laughs> I manage the labels. And, and, and uh, after years, we had uh, international uh, successes. And that's why in last year we opened our international booking agency too with my friend. Wow, with, that is yeah. amazing. Congratulations. Uh, thank you. But COVID came and just <laughs> <laughs> pissed up. Okay. So when did your love for underground music start? Uh, I was around 17 or 18. I, 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 I was a rocker guy. I really liked the... Uh, Trash metal, heavy metal, and many, many, many uh, rock and metal sounds. Mm-hmm. 
and me and some friends, we just went to the disco clubs. One night, there was a house party. It's a beginner underground house party. Mm-hmm. And I heard a DJ play their natural bone grooves, universal love. That was the track. It's really yeah. caught me on that moment. And uh-huh. I couldn't move. I couldn't go nowhere. The music caught me. And on that moment, I know this is my way. And from that moment, I've, I'm into and I follow electronic music. And this never changed. That's <laughs> so, amazing. It, 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 I don't know what happened there. Yeah, usually I'm saying to my friends, I didn't find the electronic music. Electronic music found me. That's lovely. So um, as a record label owner, do you feel uh, some sort of pressure when, you're, when you produce music or um, when you are producing music? Because I've seen that you have a bunch of releases on Beatport, etc. So um, how, do you, how do you produce your music? This is also part of our story, what I told in the beginning. We are together from the beginning. So I work with Greg for 20, uh, 24 years. Since. So uh, it's also part of the system. There are days when uh, we work on the music and there are days when we, we work on the management and on the weekends we uh, act as a DJs. And the thing is, we have our home studio. It's not in Budapest, it's out of the city, in close to Budapest. The, our studio is in, in Greg's home. We always put the new equipment there, so for years we just make bigger and bigger opportunities and possibilities how we produce music. And how we work, as I told, I'm more a selector, I'm more a, D, more a DJs. But we always produce music together. Greg is the guy who has everything in the head. And I go there, there is our room. I just sitting next to Greg. There are some machines, some drum machines, some scenes where I really like to play with the buttons and create some sounds. The structures, the mastering, the mix down, the tricks, for example, what kind of VST we use to create a bit better things or some effects or some panorama things or some reverb or something, it's not in my head. It's just always sitting together. We work on a sound. And I always, what I really want to hear, what I really want to uh, so work on it, or, or what kind of bass line I really want to do, or if there is a keyboard, I put in some things, and if it's not good, Greg, correct me, or so we always create together. So mm-hmm. this is, and, 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 and the system is, uh, every day we cannot do this, because our mind is, is limited. So there are days when we 100% just work on the music and we don't do nothing as just this. Oh, we, we use, a, let's say, a half uh, analog and half digital studio. So uh-huh. we, we, have our, we have two keyboards, we have a Prophet 6, it's a big sound. We have two drum machines, we have a virus, and uh, we have an M-Audio stuff, but it's already we put on the stack because you don't use and we use Ableton uh, as a software and some VST. This is how we create music. That's amazing. So what has been the hardest part of your learning journey? So uh, for me, the hardest part to learn anything, to really sit down and focus on one thing. Then I'm not that kind of person who really can sit even in a one place for 10 minutes so for yeah. me it's, it's really for me it's really sometimes suffering to sitting in a studio <laughs> 
and work with Greg because my mind is always on the events, the parties, my phone is ringing always. So I'm, I'm like more the manager guy like this. Right. So that's why to focus, this is my hardest. So when you guys work together, what are the difficulties that you kind of face uh, as a team? It, it, it's sometimes impossible to go forward when even we are a couple and I want to do, I want to go in this direction and Greg want to go in that direction. So sometimes we need to make step back yeah. bit come down a bit and after just continue the stuff so there are there are no deadlines for a track so for 25 years you've done this in your life and with everything that you've learned what would you say to someone who's still figuring things out okay it's a bit uh, complex complex question because after 25 years the same i can see many many things changed so mm-hmm. in the in 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 that time, in the end of the 90s and beginning of the 2000s, so in the, that years, everything was really a bit more about the music because every week, every month, we get, we got uh, new influences, new vibes. One day we we had, oh, this is the new house stuff, and the other day, so this is the progressive house, and the, so everything was like the revolution of the electronic music. Mm-hmm. And that time we could buy uh, tracks on vinyl. So this was the only one information. And that mm-hmm. time there wasn't internet or something like this. Mm-hmm. So that's why everything was more focused on the DJ's work. But after the years when the industry changed, when DJs opened labels, and we really need to produce music because it's must be thing. So if you are not a producer and a DJ, it's really hard to show yourself and show up. Okay, I'm here. Mm-hmm. So at that time was was everything a bit, let me say, easier. If anyone just starts nowadays to be an uh, artist, a DJ or producer or something, it's always need to follow those uh, sons or that sons, but those people, you or everyone, just uh, feel inside in the heart and in the mind. So should follow the sons always. You need to express yourself always. You need to do just those DJs says what you really love and what you really believe in. If you try to make something different just because you wanna be similar like someone or you wanna do something, it's it's I think it, it, those things but is not honest. Honest, you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. That way always support you to arrive in a higher level, in a higher level. So the most important thing, what the hardest thing, just to trust in yourself. If you can follow this way, and it's a bit more like a spiritual stuff, but I think this way, the only one way what you can follow. It's happened with me. I, I never cheat myself. There was years when I, I felt maybe I should give up, but inside, I always just follow my sounds, my, my, my style, and, and this is the most important thing. Every wanna, everybody wanna work with music, wanna be DJ. It's 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 normal, but if really if your heart and if your soul and if your mind and if your sound is really clear and you can follow yourself and you can trust in yourself, then you can achieve really nice things. This is what I can tell because I cannot tell to nobody how to produce or you should produce this or this. You should discover and realize yourself what you really wanna do. Believe in and just. Just go on that way. And like this, I I, I can promise everyone can achieve nice things. Thank you so much for coming on my show and giving me your valuable time and sharing so many things. Yeah, I'm grateful to be here. Now I should be really grateful because you give me a chance to talk about 
our things, my things about true sons, my friends, Greg. So I, I should say thank you. Namaste. <laughs> <laughs> Namaste. Thank you. That was Peter Magto from Budapest and if you guys have any sort of questions that you would like to ask the guests on the show, please feel free to send me a voice message. You can do that by clicking on the link below and I will feature that voice message in my other episodes. If you don't want to do that, you can also send me a text message on Instagram. I definitely will go through it. Uh, also, um, I will see you guys next weekend and thank you so much for tuning in.